Hey guys, and Tammy here on another episode of The Med Locket. If you haven't done so already today, take a quick second to say one positive affirmation to yourself. And remember, at any stage in this journey, you are right where you're supposed to be. Okay, so for today's episode, I'm going to be speaking to a particular audience. So if you're an international student thinking of applying to medical school, make sure to tune in. And if you're not, tune in anyways just to learn a little bit more about my journey. First of all, I like to start by saying that being in medical school right now honestly has been nothing short of a miracle for me. I'm a faith it till you make kind of girl to the core. So my story literally has God's hands written all over it. But anyways, I'll jump right in. I will briefly talk about my journey to medical school, maybe not so briefly, and also go on tips about applying and important things to consider as an international student. My journey was difficult, but yours doesn't have to be. I decided at the end of 2016 that I was going to apply to medical school. I attended undergrad here in the U.S. and I made an appointment with my pre-health advisor during my junior year to talk to her about my plans. I remember her pulling out the other options for me because of my F1 visa status. Uh, This is actually the first time that I found out that no schools in Florida would accept me. It was also the first time I found out that the amount of schools I could apply to were cut from 170 plus schools down to about 40 or 50. I was devastated. I left that meeting feeling as though I had no chance of getting into school and her words verbatim were, you aren't just competing with Americans, but also a pool of competitive international students. I think you should consider applying elsewhere. Um, Those words echoed in my ear throughout this whole entire process. And rather than feeling encouraged, I realized that I had way more hurdles in front of me than I had anticipated. And I honestly felt like they weren't fair. That evening, I tossed all her recommendations for schools outside of the country aside, set my mind and faith on staying here because my family was here and I couldn't see myself going elsewhere. So I decided to apply in the 2017-2018 application cycle so I would start right after graduating and would not have to do OPT or work training or leave the States. You guys already know my lingo or already know what I'm talking about. So applications opened June 1st of 2017 that year, and my plan was to have my application fully submitted by the end of June. I actually ended up submitting my primary application on July 1st and listed one school to get my application verified in the meanwhile because it usually takes a couple of weeks while I waited on my MCAT scores to add more schools to my list depending on what I got. Unfortunately, I did not do well my first time around. I actually remember vividly my mom opening my score because I was way too afraid to check and her telling me I didn't get the score I wanted. Guys, I cried until I could not breathe. My first thought was, God, I already have it hard enough. Why couldn't you just help me? I was so frustrated, so devastated, like just legit just breaking down in tears. And my mom held on to me and asked me if I still wanted this. I looked at her like, do you not see my tears? Like, of course I still want this with every single thing in me. So without even having to say a word, she just told me, then try again. So that very day, I signed up for a new test, which was three weeks away in August to retake my MCAT. It's funny, I don't really remember anything during that time, but I had a recent conversation with my friend. and She said, I love your work ethic. I remember you waking up to you every single morning at 5 a.m. to you studying for that exam with your little lamp while everyone else was sleeping. It made me laugh, but it also reminded me of my resilience. I studied for that exam like my life depended on it. While waiting on my score, I had pre-written all the secondaries for the schools I was going to apply to to make sure that my turnaround time was fast. Uh, You can find these on Student Doctor Network, as most don't really change from year to year. 
So I got my score back in September, and although I didn't reach my 510 goal, it was good enough for me to apply. So here I was mid-September, very late in the cycle, adding about 14 more schools to my primary application. So within two weeks of that, I started receiving secondaries and had all my secondaries actually submitted at the end of September. Then the wait began, rejections left and right that killed my spirit each and every time. My dream school was actually the first to say no, so it makes me think that God kind of has a sense of humor. Anyways, I got my first interview invite on my brother's birthday. I actually remember it clearly. It was around like 10 a.m. December 21st, 2017 from the school I actually currently attend. I got another interview invite in January and completed both of them in February back to back. So I got two out of 15 interviews from the schools I applied to. I was placed on a wait list for both schools. So yes, there are way more tears. And I just decided at that moment, like I've tried my best. I'm just going to leave everything in the hands of God. But when I tell you I was crying every other day, legit every other day, uh, thank God for such a good support system for my family and friends. It really offered so many encouraging words and really held my hand during that time. My sister was living with me and my friend Kellen, which I always call my other sister, was living in an apartment right below me. So each time I needed to cry, and that was often, I had a shoulder at each end. I was so down during that period, I decided I actually wasn't going to walk for my graduation. And my mom, being the Nigerian parent that she is, was like, we're not having that. You are walking by force. So here I was about to graduate with no idea of what I was going to do next because my plan A was legit my only plan. I continued trusting God. And literally two days before I was about to walk across that stage, I got accepted to medical school. I cried and screamed. I was working, my coworker was just like, what's going on? And I ran out of the hallway. She probably thought I was crazy. Um, called my mom and sister and I was like, I'm going to be a doctor. I can't even put into words how exciting that moment was. Looking back at it actually makes me, it brings tears to my eyes because like I said, that whole entire journey, the whole entire process has been nothing short of miracle after miracle. I ended up getting accepted to Wayne State mid-June while I was in Nigeria for the summer. I think it was either June 16th or June 17th. I had a lot of challenges honestly happen even within all that, but enough about myself. Here are some things that I learned throughout the application process. Number one, apply early. I cannot stress this enough. You increase your chances so much more by applying early, especially considering the fact that you have way less options to apply from please whatever you do get your primary application in before june is over have everything ready beforehand i think that saying is do as i say not as i do i wish i could have applied earlier but god honestly ends up working all things together for our good anyways number two research the schools you are applying to if you haven't done so already purchase the msar which is basically an online waMC resource with all the medical schools in this country, including information about each particular school. Make sure you are applying not only to schools just because they say they accept international students, but because their numbers reflect this. This means looking into how many international students they interviewed and how many they matriculated. This is very important because there were several schools that say they they accepted international students but had zero interviews, zero matriculations within the past few years. This basically tells you don't waste your money applying there. Number three, add schools based on your stats. A bulk of your school should be read schools. I know this is kind of hard given the fact that you don't have a huge list to apply from, but make sure that most fall within your range. 
I had a couple schools that were long shots on my list, but most were within my MCAT slash GPA range and honestly even some below. Number four, more research because if you know and if you're an international student, you already know that to get an F1 visa for any school, you need to be able to show that you have enough money to afford it. So call each school to find out their bank statement requirements. Some schools require that you show all four years. And if you're anything like me and don't have 250000 sitting around, you can cross that off your list. Some schools require one and some just two. Depending on your financial status, you can pick which to cross off. Anything apart from one year was off my list, which brought it down to 15 schools. Number five, have something that makes you stand out. Everyone will have your standard MCAT, GPA, community service, clinical experience, and so on. But what is unique about you that makes you different? If you're like me and you're really big on global health, maybe that's your thing. Or maybe research is. Just make sure that your application and personal statement reflects this. And also the schools you apply to reflect this as well, meaning you have similar missions. So when you're submitting your secondary applications, you have things to connect to. Number six, make plans financially. As you all know, we are not eligible for financial aid. When you get into school, you have access to private scholarships from the school, but make sure you have the means to attend beforehand. The financial burden is a lot. Number seven, lastly, give yourself the best shot possible. This doesn't just mean applying early, but also not rushing to apply. If you need to take a gap year, do OPT, maybe even get a master's, do research on the side, do it, but never apply until you feel you are ready. So in conclusion, I want to encourage you all to make spreadsheets and filter out the schools with these suggestions that I've given you. As you prepare for this upcoming cycle, I hope this advice helps and guides you to build strong applications that give you the best chance possible. I will work on getting a resource document for you guys with international student-friendly schools to make the process easier. My hope is that my struggles and lessons learned can make your process easier. If you have any questions, please reach out. If you even need someone to read your personal statement or go through your list of schools with you, please reach out too. I'm happy to be a resource and hope that I can provide mentorship that I wish I had. And with that, remember to follow us on Instagram at The Med Locket and keep tuning in every second and fourth Friday of the month for new episodes. Talk to you guys next time. Bye.